Hello and welcome to episode number 18 of the Ride With Me podcast. This is your host, Mafuz Chowdhury, and it is storming outside. I'm not sure if the microphone is picking it up or if you can hear the rain in the background, but it's been storming for the last 24 hours. I was on the road yesterday on a long drive thinking about recording an episode from this mobile studio, but it was so loud. It was raining so hard that I decided to hold off for a day and pray for a sunnier day. But needless to say, my call hasn't been answered. But you know what? The show must go on. Let's make it happen. In this episode, I want to spend a bit of time discussing something that quite often is used as a rule of thumb at our digital marketing firm, Candy Box Marketing. When the project managers and I get together and we discuss the next project coming up, we always have this rule of thumb that has allowed us to produce great-looking websites for all our clients and creative ones that just can't be touched by the industry. We're just on another level with the way that we're producing and our process. And it's all because of this one big rule of thumb. You ready? The rule of thumb is that for every new project that we do, We need to do something that we haven't done before. This means if we're making a brand new website and we're putting in the best practices and we're making it look great, instead of just shipping it as a result of putting together what we think is a great quality design, we also try something creative, something that we might have seen somewhere else that inspired us, something that we might have dreamt last night. We decided to bring that to the market and present it as a new creative approach that ends up following up with a sound strategy and an amazing solution. This makes our clients very happy. This makes our websites stand out in the in the industry. You know, it's won a lot of awards over the last few years, and it's really allowed us to have fun and keep us on our toes. And this is something that I want to encourage for every single one of you, no matter what your craft is. I know a lot of you listening are in the marketing industry, and that's great. I'm sure you could relate. But there's also a lot of people listening that are in different sides of the industry. Some people are in the world of arts. Some people are in the world of media. Some people are in the world of journalism. Wherever you're listening in from, this rule of thumb can take you a long way. Now, I'll be honest. I'm having a bit of a difficult time laying my finger down on how I can help someone be more creative. Sometimes I think it's genetics. Sometimes I think you either have it or you don't. You were either born with it or you weren't. Or sometimes on other days, I feel like if it's put into constant practice, if it's being utilized like a religion of constantly being creative, or if it's something that you're actively learning, whether it's picking up books on creativity, attending classes, or discussing and communicating with other people that are very creative, I think there's a lot of potential to pick those talents up. But by staying on your toes... It is absolutely crucial to be able to be as creative as you can in anything that you do, especially with how loud and saturated and busy the market is becoming. I like to think of creativity in a few different ways, but the best way for me to explain it is to go way back in time to when I was in grade 7 in my science class. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was a science class with our teacher, Mr. Hamilton. And one day in the middle of our year, 
we walked into the classroom, which was a science lab classroom that had a very long science lab table at the front of the room where the teacher would often use to demonstrate experiments or lay out some handouts that the students would go and pick up. And it was just something that he would use quite often, but never have I expected him to use it the way he did that one day. We all walked in. And it was first thing in the morning. We're still half asleep trying to figure out what the plan is for the day. And Mr. Hamilton walks up to the front of the room and says, I want you all to line up right beside this lab desk. We're all confused, but we do as we're told. And as we're lining up, he puts a chair on both sides of the lab table. And he slowly, very carefully helps us one at a time get on top of the lab table by climbing the chairs and then spending a few seconds looking around the classroom, confused but slightly amused, and then slowly going back down on the other side and then sitting down in our desk. We had no idea what he was trying to get across or why we were doing this. Uh, we thought, you know, Mr. Hamilton being a funny, strange guy is just his thing. But So we played along. And when I finally got up there, it was kind of neat to look around the room and see it from a perspective as if I was 10 feet tall, just kind of looking around, getting a feel of what it looks like to be seeing things from this perspective, which was a lot of fun. And then I climbed back down and I took my seat. And then Mr. Hamilton started explaining himself. He said, every single day since you've been in this school, you've been coming into this class and looking at everything from the same perspective from your own eyes and it's allowed you to get comfortable with the way that you see things and not see things from other perspective. What you did today for the first time allowed you to see this classroom in a whole new perspective that you would have never seen if you didn't try something different. And that moment stuck with me forever. Clearly it stuck with me forever. I mean this was in grade 7 but it stuck with me in perspective is One of the best ways to be creative is to try new things and find a different perspective. And I think it's something that is definitely easier said than done. But as you start opening your mind to this concept, you're going to constantly look for opportunities and you're always going to be eager looking for ways to do things differently. And I think that's a great perspective. I love Mr. Hamilton as a teacher for teaching me one of the few things that stuck with me since grade 7. Not a lot sticks with you from that age, but if it has, someone's done a really good job making that one stick. So I think about that with a lot of things that I put into practice. And one of those approaches is my new book that I launched late last year, Project Reinvention. And I think about how I approached it from a different perspective. If you ever had a chance to open the book or even go on Amazon if you haven't opened the book and click on the sample version. I know that it shows you maybe the first couple of chapters as a free sample that you can read directly on Amazon. I want you to just click on that book, flip through the first few chapters and get a feel of what the style of the book looks like. And you'll notice that I took a very unique perspective, a very fresh approach with how I communicated the message where instead of it being the typical chapters that you'd see in most books, every single chapter in this book starts with a real life Facebook status update that I made. 
and then follows it up with a story about why the status was written at that time and how it can provide value to you. So every single status update that you see there, every single chat box that I copied and pasted, these are all real life scenarios that I brought into the book. I like to think of it not even as a book, but rather it's almost like I was beside you with my phone open and I'm walking you through my Facebook timeline talking about each status update and sharing a story with you that is relevant to that status update. That's the fresh perspective I went in with and the what inspired me to write it that way is just how commonly and how commonly I see it out there and how often I sit around with my friends and we bounce around stories back and forth. We get super nostalgic and sometimes when we think of a story that reminds us of a status update or a photo, we immediately grab our phones and we share it with each other and that inspired me to bring that concept into the book to give you a fresh perspective where it's not just me saying it's a true story, it's me showing that it's a true story, status update after status update photo after photo, which really allowed the book to be as authentic as it is. This is why I just don't call it Project Reinvention. I have a subtitle that also says the social timeline of a millennial, and I truly like to think this fresh perspective allowed me to sell that. Shifting gears to another thing that I've done, which is this gracious podcast that I've had an honor um, sharing with every single one of you, which has been a lot of fun, is Instead of doing the typical podcast that I see out there where people are dropping anywhere from one to two hour episodes in a high-end studio with expensive microphones and this whole agenda with a, you know, a bold introduction music that launches this podcast every single episode with sponsorship talks somewhere in the middle with the fact that it's done professionally and it's done in an environment that involves just sitting down and interviewing people and one day a week, sometimes one day a month, depending on which podcast you're listening to, I broke every rule in the podcast game and I've done it my way. I've done it in a way where I don't believe it's about the quality of the sound, although the the sound should be reasonable enough for understand, um, which I like to think it still is, but I focused on providing good value. Everything that I drop, every episode that I share with you has always been about can I provide good value for the listeners? Because if I'm not, then there's no reason for me to ship this episode. And it's been a big rule of thumb. I always listen back to these episodes before I publish it to be the judge of whether or not I feel like there was enough value for you because I owe it to you listeners to spending the time to listen to each episode every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Speaking of which, that's the other rule that I broke. Instead of the people that are spending time dropping episodes one day a week that's one or two hours long, I decided I was going to drop them three days a week and I was going to make them as long as I felt like it needed to be in order for me to get the message, the story, and the value across to you. Some of them might be three to four minutes because I feel like it's about getting out that quick message. Some of them might be 15 minutes depending on how many things I want to dive into. But as a person that wants to respect your time, I want to provide you with this value in the most efficient way possible. Instead of investing money in an expensive studio and sitting down in an environment with an agenda and a script, I decided to do this on the go with the microphone securely attached to the, to the vehicle and then speaking right into it with my open train of thought, no heavy editing, no music, just giving you my raw thoughts and emotions to really provide you with the best value. 
So with that being said, whether you look at it from the way that we approach the marketing agency, the marketing firm, whether you see it from the way that I wrote the book, whether you see it from the way that I've put this podcast together and brought it to life, you'll notice that every single one of them has been approached from a fresh perspective that has really allowed me to get creative with it. And this has allowed it to stand out in a crowd. People are spending a lot of time dissecting it, trying to figure out what is it about it that makes it unique and stands out. And here I am just letting it out. I'm listing it out for you why it was able to be more creative than a lot of the things out there. So guys, take Mr. Hamilton lesson. You know, don't even take my lesson. Take his lesson. Listen to his perspective about whenever you are approaching a scenario, no matter where you are, what you're doing, approach every scenario from a fresh perspective and it will allow you to come up with new ideas and see things differently where you can truly do things that no one else is doing out there. It's not necessarily reinventing the wheel. It's just approaching the wheel with your own perspective and providing the, the best quality and the best value for your audience. Guys, thank you for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day today. Hopefully, it's not raining too much where you're at when you're driving and listening to this episode. But I want to wish you a fantastic day and thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. It would mean the world to me. Thanks again and take care.